0: The price of what the heck to post is going up on January 1st. It is your last chance to join us at $63 and 99 cents a month or less. If you become an annual member on January 1st, the price will be $99 a month. What the heck to post is not your average content membership. We don't just share strategic weekly content guides with templates so you're never stuck on what to post. We also have monthly content office hours because so often the issue isn't your consistent content or your inconsistent content, it's your messaging. So, this is where I can help you with that. We also have monthly problem solving calls so you can get coaching from me by monthly strategy calls where myself and guest experts teach you marketing skills. Our first guest of 2023 is actually booked. It's Jillian Murphy, and she is a sales coach who's going to blow your mind. We also have a pitch database where you can find podcasts to pitch to and people to collaborate with. In other words, it is a one-stop shop for all things DIY marketing or if you want to use it as a delegation tool for your team so that they can help you manage your social media better, you can use it for that too. In other words, if you are a coach looking for the tools to dominate on social media, there is not a better place to do it, especially at this price. And the price is going up very, very soon. So go to www.whatthehecktopost.com to learn more. Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. Today we have an amazing question from a listener, and that is, if I barely had time to prep for 2023, but I want to do something what should I do? So in other words, this listener is probably being told so many things they should be focusing on before 2023. And Hey, I might be guilty of even putting a lot of that crap on her plate, but she wants to know if I had time for one of them, I had one hour. Okay. Between now and 2023. And I also really wanted to enjoy my holiday. What is the thing I should be putting energy into right now? Oh, fucking love this question. Truly. This is a winner. Okay. There is one thing I do think people always forget to do, and I'm going to help you take action on that thing today. First, let me share what it is and a little explanation around why this really needs to be a focus right now. The thing we are all forgetting to do is pre-work for our targeted growth strategy. And I know if you know me, if you work with me at all, if you are inside of what the heck to you are probably rolling your eyes and thinking, oh my God, Sophia is turning into a broken freaking record. I know I talk about this a lot, but it is so freaking important because you are not going to grow your business if people do not know who the heck you are. But posting every single day, doing Facebook ads, a reel a day or any of that viral content bullshit that we get told is not the way to be known for something, at least not quickly, right? For most of us, I think I 100% see value in those things by the way. I 100% think Facebook ads are awesome or can be. I 100% think viral content can be awesome. I think Reels are incredible. All of this reach, I think it's all a good idea. However, if you're sitting there thinking I'm trying to get clients quickly. I'm trying to grow my income like tomorrow, not in a year, right? Or If you're just trying to move the needle in terms of building a community, that's really not the only thing you can focus on. You have got to be thinking of a targeted growth strategy or if, again, I've also called this a slow growth strategy. Fast growth is less targeted. Um, And again, that's the viral content stuff. And, but a slow growth strategy is really more about getting in front of pre-created audiences. So again, I'm going to share some pre-work questions to consider, but before I get there, I just want to explain like what that might look like. So I have had clients in the past for their targeted growth strategy. I had a health coach, like find a bunch of gyms, like do a huge list of gyms in his area. And he created like a, I, I can't quite remember what it was, but it was like a fitness meets nutrition class, right? So it was very much like a, if you, you're you at the gym, you're, try, you're here to get results, but if you do not change this about your nutrition, you won't, right? So it was very much aligned with the purpose of the gym, right? It wasn't about taking business away from the gym. It was a great compliment to the gym. But he was bringing something extra to it so that also those people at the gym might learn about him and want to work with him. Right. So he did a huge list of gyms to pitch to and he shared this class that he had. And he asked, Hey, can I do this class for your gym one day? Like, could we market an event, a live event where I could come in? Or he's, I can't remember. I think some of them also did a virtual event where they just like shared with their community, invited them to a zoom. So there's so many ways you can do this. Like feel free to get creative, but shares like, this is what I want to talk about. What do you think about doing an event with your community? And if it goes, well, I'd love to do this like every quarter or something like that. Right. So again, his targeted growth strategy was about finding all of these gyms like coming up with this class idea, shopping it around to the hosts of the gym, and creating these partnerships with these gyms, so that he could get in front of his ideal audience on a consistent basis, and in a way where trust was already built in, because these people were already fans of the gym, they were already loyalists of the gym. So when the gym said, "Hey, we trust this person; you should come listen to this person's talk," they were in, right? They were all in, especially the people that were feeling like I'm working out a lot, but I'm not seeing the results I want to. Maybe this is why, right? So that was one thing that someone else did. I also had someone, another client, they actually were not feeling confident enough to get on podcasts. They were not feeling confident enough to pitch to masterminds, all of which are other examples of targeted growth strategies. Instead, they were like, okay, where do I feel comfortable? I really love Facebook. I'm very active on Facebook and I like Facebook groups. I'm a member of a lot of very engaged Facebook groups. So she made a list of the Facebook groups. She was a part of that she thinks would be a really great fit. Some of them were parts of courses she had done in the past. And some of them were just communities, right? And she had already built relationships with the Facebook hosts because again, she was very active on Facebook. So she just, put out a pitch plan and said, who am I going to pitch to? Like, I want to do a guest talk in a Facebook group once a month. So I'm going to pitch to... She's Again, she had relationships with these people. So she didn't need a ton of numbers. She's like, I'm probably going to book like one in two of these people that I pitch to. So she made a list of 24 Facebook groups. Some of them were brand new. Some of them were members she had been in for a long time. So she knew them. And she created a pitch plan for herself. Right? Again, she had one class and she shopped it around to these different Facebook groups. And after the year, she felt so much more comfortable speaking in front of people that that's when she started going bigger, pitching to masterminds and pitching to podcasts and things like that. My point is... Both of these examples, while completely different, they did something specific. They considered where is my audience hanging out and what can I offer these existing audiences? Ideally, in the case of these two people, and also this is how I have done it in the past too, and ideally you are offering the same thing. So it's not like you're creating something brand new every single time you have a talk or a topic or something that you are pitching around to these communities so that they are seeing you in a way where, again, they trust the person who's inviting them to this group. So they already trust you. But more than that, you are taking care of your bandwidth. I'm not asking you to recreate a course every single month. Okay. I'm asking you to create one and teach that maybe 30 times this year, whatever it is for you right? So again, I am not asking you to recreate the wheel. I am asking you to create a wheel once and identify where your target audience is hanging out. And like I said, this is not the same as other growth strategies. This is not the same as ads, viral content, posting a reel a day, consistent content, all of that shit we get told to do every day to grow our audience. The difference is even if you are in front of a much smaller audiences, right? Like I have done this for masterminds where only like less, I did one where five people were in the mastermind and one person showed up. Guess what? I don't care. Like, I think we need to let go of this. Like, oh, it's only one person. Like, unless you are an absolute expert at this, unless you are getting in front of new audiences all the freaking time, That one person is so much more likely to convert and be a client for you than the hundreds of people that see your Instagram reel. So if you are spending the same amount of time creating an Instagram reel as you could pitching to a small mastermind, you are more likely to get the results off of pitching to a small mastermind than you are creating that reel. So if that means you need to post less so you can pitch more, do it. And that is the social media expert talking here. And a lot of people would disagree with me on this, right? I am not telling you to not post at all. I'm not telling you to ditch your content efforts. I'm just telling you to understand that without getting in front of new audiences, no one is seeing your freaking reels. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've got heated there. (laughs) But this is how much I'm like, I wish people could understand that this is not work that you do when you have time. This is the work of growing a business. This is the most important thing. And so often we are spending all of our time on these tasks that keep us in the world we have already created versus push us into expanding that world, right? We are stuck in the tasks keeping us stuck. And that's dangerous, my friends. I have made this mistake so many times. The amount of times I get midway into a year and then realize, holy shit, I haven't done any growth work this year. I'm about to do a launch. I'm about to do a a sales push. I'm about to ask for referrals or whatever it is. And I barely knew any new people on my list and I have no one new in my network. So basically I'm just going to the exact same people. And guess what happens when you go to the same people again and again and again and again and again and again, again? your conversion rate starts to go lower and lower and lower. And you think you are messing up something in your business, but actually it's just because the people have already made a decision. Yes or no. And that's okay. Right. It just means that, no, there's nothing wrong with you. No, you don't have to change anything. You just have to get in front of other people. So yes, the question that she asked is, to prep for 2023, what is the thing I need to focus on first? What is the most important thing? And I am getting there. And can I be clear here? Conversion, when I talk about converting into clients and things like that, I'm not just talking about converting clients. I'm talking about converting into email subscribers, because even if people just sign up for your email list, right, that can really lead to something down the line. So even if All you did was when you got in front of these audiences, you had did no selling whatsoever. I barely sell when I do this. I do invite them into my email list, right? I do share a juicy lead magnet or a juicy way to stay in my world. And then at a certain point when they're in my world, they will probably get some kind of a sales email, right? But for me, like, don't forget, this isn't necessarily about getting in front of other audiences and pitching. This isn't about like affiliates necessarily can be. This is about getting in front of new audiences so they want to come back into your world with you, right? So I just want to make sure that that's clear. But here's the thing people miss about this targeted growth plan. This requires relationships. I know, again, broken record, Sophia. This requires connections. It does not require a big following. It does not require a flashy business. It does not require famous and successful friends, but it does require authentic relationships. So here are three questions back to the question that was asked about pre-work. Like what the heck should I be doing right now? There are three questions I suggest you put an hour on your calendar to answer. And those three questions are quick interruption, because the price of what the heck to post is going up on January 1st. It is your last chance to join us at $63 and 99 cents a month or less if you become an annual member on January 1st, the price will be $99 a month. What the heck to post is not your average content membership. We don't just share strategic weekly content guides with templates. So you're never stuck on what to post. We also have monthly content office hours because so often the issue isn't your consistent content or your inconsistent content. It's your messaging. So this is where I can help you with that. We also have monthly problem solving calls so you can get coaching from me by monthly strategy calls where myself and guest experts teach you marketing skills. Our first guest of 2023 is actually booked. It's Jillian Murphy, and she is a sales coach who's going to blow your mind. We also have a pitch database where you can find podcasts to pitch to and people to collaborate with. In other words, it is a one-stop shop for all things DIY marketing. Or if you want to use it as a delegation tool for your team so that they can help you manage your social media better, you can use it for that too. In other words, if you are a coach looking for the tools to dominate on social media, there is not a better place to do it, especially at this price. And the price is going up very, very soon. So go to www.whatthehecktopost.com to learn more. All right, let's get back to the show. Number one, what are 10 podcasts I'd like to be on, but I'm not quote unquote ready for that person, right? Think about this. You know, when you were applying for colleges and you had to do a list of like your stretch schools and then your safety schools, did you, or I really hope my counselor is not the only one who made me do that. <laughs> Because that's insulting, maybe. But yeah, my counselor wanted me to do a list of my stretch schools that he's like, yeah, probably won't get in here, but I'd love to get in here. And then my safety schools where it's like, okay, cool. According to what this school's average GPA and test scores are, I'm likely to get into this school. Right. So I had to do this list. So the first question is what are 10 podcasts you'd like to be on, but maybe you're not ready for. And again, I'm not necessarily talking about like imposter syndrome, not ready. That's a different, not ready. I mean, more like, you know, maybe you've been in business for a month and someone has a podcast who's got millions on millions on millions on millions millions of listeners. And they have been in business for 20 freaking years and they make like a million dollars a day, (laughs) whatever, right? Like I think that those people, while you absolutely can get on those podcasts, by the way, but I do think that if you have never made any contact with that person, it's a lot less likely because they already have a network of connections of people that have been in touch with them and investing in them and building relationships for years. And they're probably going to be on the podcast first. Right? Nothing wrong with that, but it's just something to be, you know, realistic about. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Right? And the reason I want you to write this list is because, cool, when I know the 10 podcasts I would like to be on, I know where I need to be hanging out every day. I know whose feed I need to be checking in on. I know who to be DMing. I know who to be cheering on. I know who to say, hey, I love the work you do. How can I support you? I know where I need to be starting the work on those connections. Okay. The next sentence or the next question that I want you to answer are what are 10 podcasts I think would be a great fit. And I also feel confident pitching to them. So it doesn't mean necessarily that you need to pitch to them today, but it just means that you're like, okay, I think this person and I would really vibe. I think that we're not so far apart in business that, that like we could definitely have a good conversation together. She, she, or he definitely has an audience that I would like to get in front of. And I'm really, you know, like I'm looking forward to that. Right. So there's a a little bit less resistance to pitching, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it today, but maybe in a month or two, right. Make a list of 10 of those podcasts. And then the third question I want you to ask yourself is who are three aligned business owners that would be great partners in some way this year? And part by partners, I mean people that maybe you want to be an affiliate for for their next launch or that you want them to be an affiliate for you for your next launch, or maybe partners in that maybe you want to start a podcast together. That's a big partnership, but maybe you want to do a collab reel together. Maybe that'd be a fun thing to work on together. Maybe you'd love if you guys shouted each other out because you know that they have an audience you'd be great for. And then you you know that they'd be great for your audience. Maybe you want to do a lead magnet swap where they share your lead magnet with their audience and you share their lead magnet with your audience, right? So who are three aligned business owners that would be great partners for you in some way. Now I want you to ask yourself these questions now because next year when you remember that your business is not growing, if your email list is not growing, or when you realize, holy crap, my income is not growing because new people are not aware of me, or when you realize that you are not helping people if you are making your busy tasks more important than your growth tasks. And I know you know what I mean by that. I feel like I experience this every single year. I'm so freaking busy creating content and managing systems inside of my business and doing all of this stuff that when I look, take a step back, I realize what the actual F this shit doesn't have anything to do with the goals I had this year. My goal was to get in front of new people, to get new clients, to grow X, Y, Z, right? If that is your goal, it's very often that the tasks we are doing are are not actually aligned with that growth task. And it doesn't mean to stop doing those tasks, but it does mean to figure out your schedule so that you are also doing targeted growth tasks, right? So when you have that revelation or realization, which I do every single year, I'm like, darn it. I did it again. When's the last time I shared my lead magnet? When's the last time I pitched to this podcast? When's the last time I did that? When I realize I have been so neglecting the growth stuff. When you have that, oh shit moment. And remember That getting in front of new audiences isn't a quote unquote when I have time for this task. It is literally the most important thing you can do. You will have already gotten started on this work. Because for me, it is so much easier to get back to a task than it is to start from scratch. So again, the second you have that moment, you're gonna have a sigh of relief and say, wait a second, I did a, I did that list of things. And you can pull it out and you can say, cool, what do I need to do today to Create these opportunities for me to create these collaborations, to create these podcasts, guest opportunities. Do I need to be in touch with these people? Do I need to write a pitch today? Do I need to invite someone to a connection call? Like, what do I need to do? And now you basically have a loose plan for your targeted growth strategy. The second reason is because this is going to give you some direction, right? If you sit down to write these out and realize you have absolutely no idea where your audiences are hanging out and where you need to be. You are not thinking about growth enough. And now this is a clear reminder to do that because it is so important. You know what? Here's a quick little trick. And again, I think if you listen to episode two of Marketing Unfiltered, you heard me talk about this with Lisa Simone Richards, an amazing PR strategist. This is something that I was doing by accident and she confirmed that it's like a legit PR strategy. So if you are looking for a way to do some market research quickly and easily and effectively, here's something to think about. Think of one person. Who has a business you would like, right? And ideally, this isn't necessarily someone who's like 10 steps ahead of you, maybe more like three or four, let's say. So, in this instance, if you are listening to this podcast and you're like, I've never done a podcast before, I'm so new to this. I really, by the end of next year, want to be, you know, doing a few podcasts every single month and just like, you know, growing my business, but I'm not necessarily like a celebrity entrepreneur yet, right? Who's someone who is at that stage? And again, if you don't know who this person is, like just do a little bit of digging, ask current clients where they're hanging out. Like there's so many ways you can uncover these, this name, but come up with a name, put them into Google and add the word podcast at the end of it, right? And when you hit search, every single podcast that they have been on is gonna come up. And now you have a long list of podcasts to look into, which means there's a long list of hosts and people to look into and build relationships with right? You also, when you click on those podcast episodes, you also have a list of more guests that those podcast episodes have had on. So there's a lot of ways you can start digging and finding where's your people hanging out and who might you collaborate with this year. Okay. So again, super useful tip. I still use that. And it's great because all those people did all that market research and now you don't have to. Isn't that great? I love that. So, yes, to answer your question, and I hope that I have done that effectively, if there is one thing you need to be thinking about between now and the end of the year, it is laying out a plan for targeted growth. And that does not mean saying, ah, first I'm going to pitch here and then I'm going to do that. It just means who are the people we need to have relationships with? This year, who are the people we need to be chatting to? Where do we need to be hanging out? Knowing full well that genuine, And authentic connections is not something you can force. If you start wanting to hang out with someone and they're not responding or they're not reciprocating, that's totally cool. Let them go, right? This is simply about putting yourself out there, right? And putting some thought into where your people are hanging out. Because the truth of the matter is our most successful entrepreneurs are networking with one another. They are all supporting one another. And why are they doing that? because together we can help more people, right? This isn't like some slimy strategy. This isn't like a, Oh my God, I'm just going to talk to this person because I want something off of this person. No, you guys both have missions to help one another. It makes total sense that you would combine forces. You just need to find the best fits for you to combine forces with. So write that list, take it seriously one hour a day between now and the end of 2023. I mean, not 20 fucking hell <laughs> now in the end of, let's say the end of January, write that list and create the foundation of a targeted growth plan. All right. Thank you so much for such an awesome question. And again, if you have questions you want answered, just DM me at Sophia Parra. And I can't wait to include you on an upcoming episode. All right. See you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram, or if you're in the United States, You can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.